Hello and welcome to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and I am flying solo this week. Yes, Don's got the week off, so boys and girls, buckle up, get ready, going for a ride. In this week's podcast, I'm going to walk you through what a risk assessment management report is and why it's critical to growing your business and why it's critical to showing your customers that you care about their compliance. So all the customers out there that are listening, and I know there's more than one now because we're getting some reviews and we're getting some likes, which is great. So thank you for that. What they receive when they go through the Van Ryan Compliance Framework is a risk assessment summary report. This is a six-page report that you could actually weave into your sales process when you're talking to clients that have health information. And this report shows exactly the steps you took within the Van Ryan Compliance Framework to become compliant, to protect their data, and to earn their trust. This is also something that you can attach to all those pesky questionnaires that you get from hospitals or you get from clients to want to know about your compliance and security posture. So in this week's podcast episode, I'm going to just walk you through the steps and what's in this report and how you can get a copy of it for yourself. All right. So what we first do is we have to have an audit. That's how your first thing. That's what that's what you do. You have to take the test. You can't just get the you just can't get the report. Right. So when you go through the Van Ryan Compliance Framework audit, which is based on the NIST, which is also based on the HIPAA compliance um, framework and any of it, if you will, um, when you go through that, we're going to ask a series of questions. There's 175 questions of the law. We've added more because we need to dive deeper into your technology to determine the risks and to understand you, where your risks are and what we need to do to deal with that risk. Um, also, you have to have the audit report that comes out of the audit so then we know which areas we need to tackle and which areas we need to go through. So from there, we create a professional report. Well, me as the head assessor here at Van Ryan Compliance, I go through and I have a dissertation of what I've done, what we've gone through, our framework, and the date. You got to have the date. There's no date. It didn't really happen. So we add the date in there and make sure that everything is added appropriately. And it shows that we've gone through the, this HIPAA high-tech assessment and the audit um, how your service <clears throat> interacts with everything and what it does, the internal controls and limitations, and then how your training is adhered to and what it does. And then the HIPAA security program. What does a program look like? What does this organization's compliance program look like? And making sure that it's really dialed in, that it's really doing what it needs to do, not just from a legal standpoint, but from an ethical standpoint. Uh, is it really locking things down? Then what we do is we hand it to you as our great partners and clients. What, the, what your input is, is what did you do? You know, yes, did you write a check? Did you come to us and say, okay, we're ready to rock and roll. We got to go ahead and do this. Um, but it's more to that. You made a decision and you said, we're going to be compliant. And this is how this report fairly represents the health of our organization. So I write my report. You go ahead and write your report, and then you sign and I sign. So we, we make it look official, and these are the things that we, we need to do. After you, you as a client write your report, we go through and we give background information of your business. So from an audit standpoint, from a lawyer, lawyer, lawyerly, that's my new word, lawyerly standpoint, to your clients, to potential clients, they need to see who your company is, what their background is 
the services you provide, what are you doing? Are you from an answering service? Are you a cloud provider? Are you an IT company? Are you a law firm? Uh, what, whatever type of entity you are. And then we go into the IT security program. So what did you do to adhere to the final security rule and the breach notification rule of HIPAA and a HIPAA high tech? What have you done there? Then we dive into the administrative safeguards. Oh boy, as people know, if you've gone, obviously you've gone through a audit with me, the administrative safeguards is usually the first meeting. That's a couple hours, sometimes three hours that we're going through that and really diving into all the areas. So I'm going to give you the list here and be patient as we go through them. And then we're going to dive into them. We have the security management process, assigned security responsibilities, workforce security, IT systems, uh, security, security awareness training and education, which is big, incident response procedures, contingency plans, evaluation, and business associates. These are all required under the administrative safeguards. So you need to have your policies and procedures to adhere to these. And how do you handle those? But most importantly, out of all those, the two that I always pick out is education, education, and education. Well, there's three, I guess. And and contingency plans. So there's four. Education and contingency plans. What's your disaster recovery plan? What are you doing when something happens? Um, When there's an incident, when there's a ransom attack, when the power goes out, when you have any environmental issues or global issues that impact your business, what are you going to do and how are you going to do that? Those are really key pieces. Um, And those are the administrative safeguards that we walk you through and make sure that we've got you where you need to be. And also identify and find those issues that that we come across and document them. So we want to document those issues. And then once we document them, then we got to take action on them. So those are the administrative safeguards. Next is the physical safeguards. And this was a fun one um, as we put this together because a lot of people say, oh, we're in the cloud. It's okay. Well, hold on, folks. I want you to know. Ready? Stop for a second. The cloud is someone else's computer. Yep, that marinated just a little bit more, didn't it? The cloud is just a big giant building somewhere, usually Well, sometimes close to interstates or sometimes a little bit off. Um, They'll have high fences. They won't be descriptive. They may not even have an address. And your data is there. It's someone else's computer. However, the physical safeguards also means your physical access, your physical property, how you handle your MacBooks or Windows computers or your iPhones or your Androids or your Linux boxes or anything. Or if you're even using DVDs or thumb drives, that's physical access. So there's four areas in the physical safeguards section that we're going to craft in this risk assessment management report. Facility access controls. Who has access to the building? So if you have a physical building, are you using keypads? Are you using the old school keys? Do you even have a lock on the door? Um, If you're using a cloud provider, do they, what's their facility access controls? How do you access their environment? And ask them that, right? Workstation use is next in physical safeguards. Um, How do we describe to our employees what proper use of the computer looks like? Um, How is it successful, right? How can I be successful in my role and use my computer appropriately? Those are the key pieces. How do we make sure we use encryption when needed? How do we know um, when not to open that fraudulent phishing email, items like that? And then not only the use, but the security of it. 
Are we out making sure that we have disk encryption, right? Are we using BitLocker on the Windows devices? Are we using FileVault on the Mac devices? Or we have another type of encryption. Um, we can have third-party encryptions, but how do we monitor that and do that? Then device and media controls, what areas and what are we doing to make sure that we govern the receipt and removal of hardware of an electronic media in the environment? So anytime there's data, anytime there is there's the data, the information, the environment, anything that we have to flow through the environment, how, what's our controls with that? And what are we doing with that? And then technical safeguards is the next section within our uh, risk assessment management report and access controls. Who has access? How do they have access? Do they have just a plain ID? Are they using a shared ID? We're going to audit you against that. And then the controls of how we audit the access, the integrity, the person or entity authentication, and then transmission security. These are the technical pieces. So the big piece around the technical safeguards is audit controls. How do we have, who, how do we make sure we audit who has access? How do we control the access to it? And then making sure when it's transmitted, it is encrypted. So remember the law states has to be encrypted in, in transit and at rest. So we weave that into your risk management report that you can give to customers, you can add into your sales campaigns, and you can give to other auditors that are asking about your posture. And then organizational requirements. So your business associate contracts and other, <laughs> other arrangements. And I'm laughing because people always say, oh, business associates are so painful. And I go, oh, I know, but it's required. And, oh, I know it's painful, but you need to make sure you have good vendors and partners that you're working with. Vendors, I always say, are the people you buy peanuts from at the ball game. A partner is someone that's going to take care of you and help you out. So we always focus as you as partners, not clients, right? So your business associates need to act just like that. You need to have a business associate agreement. You need to make sure you have that in place. And that is a big piece of our risk assessment management report that we um, have put together for our clients. Then what we do... Next up is policies, procedures, and documentation. Oh, boy. So this is where a lot of clients fail. And you know what? It's okay to fail because you got to build upon the failure. So what you need to do is you need to have your policies and procedures crafted and created unique to the business. Do not cut and paste. Do not use a template. Do not borrow from someone else uh, and, and just weave your stuff in there. If you borrow from someone else, you have to make it customized to you, right? Uh, we do a lot of this for our clients. We're doing a lot of this for a lot of uh, individual entities now that maybe not even use our training services, but you know what? They want our policies because we have a darn good policy team here at the old Van Ryan family. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to audit your policies and procedures. We're going to audit your documentation and going to review everything. And we're going to make sure you have all that in place. But we're not just the auditors. We're actually going to be helpful. We're going to show you the gaps. We're going to show you what it looks like when you get through this. We're going to show you the things you need to do today, what you need to do in 30 days or even six months to get you where you need to be, which is 90% or better on our audit tool. We want you to have an A and you can have an A. Definitely do that. The next step is the breach notification. We must have a breach notification. 
So by law, if you breach the data, you can go out to HIPAA, <laughs> you can go out to the HIPAA wall of shame, and you can see all the companies that breach data. And that is one part of the law that you must publicly notify people that you've had a data breach. Uh, obviously, you need to notify your your customers, clients, maybe their patients. And then um, as if this thing grows, depending on the growth, then what you're going to do is notifying the government and attorneys and entities and all of that. So you got to have the breach notification and we're going to audit that what you have today and what you don't have. We're going to help you create that, put that together for you. And then periodic risk assessments and risk management. And this wraps up the last section. So the periodic risk assessments and risk management are key. Um, You have to have a risk audit. You have to have the assessment and you have to have a program that manages it. You can't do audit just once. You can't just say, okay, I got my annual audit. It's April. I'm done. No, you must consistently drive towards compliance success. You must consistently drive the company and drive your team to actually care about compliance. It's really, really critical. It's more critical nowadays because there's so much data out there. And I'll tell you one thing just from experience and doing this for a while is that it's not the government looking out to, to catch you. It's your customers. Your customers are, are watching you. Think about that for a minute. Your customers are looking and seeing, how are you managing my data? Your customers are the ones that, that will leave, right? Uh, we know that attrition rates about 48% when a company has a data breach and people move on and they're not going to do business with you. So that is key. And that's something that you need to be aware of. So we're going to look through your risk analysis and your risk management programs and see what they look like. Are they accurate? Have we gone through an assessment? Have we have we documented the potential risks? Have we put those together? And what have you done? And I guarantee you've done a lot of that probably in your head, right? There's probably some good tribal knowledge that we've gone through and we've put stuff together and we know that we we know what we need to do, but we're not sure really how to do it, right? And then the risk management area. So the risk management area is the security measures sufficient to reduce the risk. This could be as simple as, did we add cameras in the, in the building? Do we have a camera on the parking lot? Oh, wow. How about the server room or the little data closet that we have? Do we have that secured? Is that locked? Um, making sure we meet after an event or appropriately we meet before an event even occurs and make sure that we've got everything in place. These are key pieces that we really, really need to focus on and really really dive in. So we go through this periodic risk assessments and risk management report, and then we put it all together and we provide it for you. So I'm going to go to the top because I know there's a lot of information here. So first of all, a risk management report is for you. It is you saying, I, customer, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to declare that we are compliant, that I sign my, my, my signature here. Um, we've had Van Ryan compliance come in and actually do an audit. So that's the first thing. Then we go through and we explain what your company is. We explain how you've adhered to administrative safeguards. We explain how you adhere to physical safeguards. Then we explain how you adhere to technical safeguards Then we're going to go through your organization requirements. How are you adhering to those? Policies, procedures, what does that look like? You have 65 of them to write. We we do a lot of it. We can do it. We know how to do it. Breach notifications. How are you notifying folks of breach? And then lastly, how are you handling your risk assessments and risk management? 
Those are the key areas that you need and you receive after you go through the Van Ryan Compliance Framework. So our customers receive these. This is something we we hand out like candy because we believe in it. And we really believe in our customers that come to us because they believe in it. And when customers come to us and believe in something, we're going to pour into that. And we're going to make sure that they are poured into and they have the risk assessment report that can grow their business, that can actually help achieve better success and competence with their own customers because they could send this out like, Hey, look, look what we did. How, look how we're handling your data and how we can, we can help you and secure the data. So I know that was a lot of information. I know Don wasn't here to banter with me and all that fun things, but I hope this podcast was useful to you. So you help understand the value of a risk management report that you could take to your customers you can take to your potential customers and show them that you're invested in compliance and you're invested in them. That's the key. Well, I hope you enjoyed your time just with me. I know I'm not as fun as Don, but thank you so much, audience, for joining me in this week's Van Ryan Compliance Podcast. The podcast secures the future of your business with a clear plan to reduce your risk. And next week, Don will be back. Bye-bye.